Welcome to the Hangin' with the Muses podcast, a late bloomin' creative's quest to make a living making stuff. I'm Tiffany Prashera, and I've been a composer, author, and voice artist for decades, but I'm not exactly where I'd like to be in my career. Join me as I strive for greatness, or at least some decent semblance of mediocrity, and share tips about what I've been learning along the way. Welcome, I'm Tiffany Prashera. Thanks for stopping by, and I hope you are having a fabulous day so far. In this episode, I would like to talk about the environment that we create in. There are some people who say that they can create anywhere, you know, put me in a closet and I'm fine. Of course, it depends on what you're actually doing. <laughs> some things require different spaces, but some people feel like they can create anywhere. Some people, you know, if, if the coffee mug is not positioned just so on their desk, then they can't work. We're all different. And it's really about figuring out what works for you. This is what I have discovered over my decades of doing this. You have to find out what works for you and what makes you the most comfortable and inspired. So here are some things that I've noticed. Not everybody has a choice of their living situation, you know, whether they have roommates, whether they live in an apartment or a house, but we have to realize how it can affect us in big and small ways. For example, I live in an apartment and I had a neighbor who did not like any noise. She had actually put notices on the bulletin boards saying, you know, please be quiet because she didn't like to be disturbed. And I, you know, I'm a singer and I used to teach singing lessons. And I think it was maybe like a build up over time of me singing. And then I had a student who had fabulous pipe. She was a fabulous singer. But I think this tipped her off. So shortly after a lesson with this student, I get a noise complaint from the office. Never had a noise complaint before. In fact, when I met one of my former neighbors who I had been living next to him for a long time, I knew his roommate, but not him. And yet I'd been working with him in a temp position for six months. So I just saw him on the way home and I was like, hey, <laughs> I didn't know we lived in the same place. And he said, I'm your neighbor. And I said, you know, if my singing's too loud, just let me know. And he said, oh, that was you. We thought it was the radio. So I'm like, oh, well, thank you very much. You know, very flattered. So no one's been bothered by my music making before, right? Or if I was mixing something or whatever, producing a track, you know, I would have my speakers and I wasn't overly loud, but you know, obviously I need to be able to hear it. So then I had this new neighbor who didn't like any noise, who gives the noise, who, who puts the noise complaint into the office. And I have been nervous ever since. You know, I don't want to get kicked out of my apartment or anything. And it's not always a matter of who is right or who is wrong or, or what is allowed. It's just simply that person's bothered. So you get to go right? Even though I've been living in this building way longer, it's, it's not always a fair situation. So basically, I have been nervous ever since. I only sing in my bedroom. I do not sing in the living room. I use headphones all of the time when I'm working on anything. And it just, it creates this sense of unease. And I, I don't, haven't been singing as much since that happened. That was a long time ago. 
So I kind of wonder, what would it, what would it be like to be in an environment where I could just let it out? Just let it out. Not, not late at night. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm in bed at 10 anyway, but like not late at night, but just to be able to sing and enjoy the process of singing and making music like I used to. And all that shift has just come from who lived next door to me, right? And maybe the fact that it's an apartment in general. But I'm just saying that was a huge factor. Another thing with your living situation is what kind of space do you have to create in? Where do you do your creating? Do you have a little room where you're isolated, you know, no windows or anything, and you just hunker down and do your work? Do you like to have lots of light so you can look out on the world? So I live in, it's about 500 square feet of an apartment. Some people that's, to some people that's small, to some people that's huge. <laughs> it all depends on where you live. But I can't really, as I've mentioned, I can't really do my singing out in the living room. And the recording, I need a quiet space so that the noise from outside in the hallway doesn't come in. So I have to move everything, like my microphone and my recording equipment, in and out of my bedroom. Which on one level is fine. You do what you got to do. But it can get a little tedious sometimes and a little, well, maybe I just won't record today because I don't feel like making that. And I'm looking forward to having a space where I can have a dedicated creative slash recording room where I just set my mic and everything up and it's there. I just walk in and hit the record button. That is going to be so good. I'm so looking forward to that. <laughs> really, it's on my bucket list. Something else to consider is dealing with distractions. Sometimes we like them. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes they help us work, sometimes not. I often will do my writing and such sitting in the living room, of course, unless it's a, a nice day and then I'm out on my balcony, which I love so much. I love being out on my balcony. <laughs> but so I'm sitting in, in the living room and that's totally fine. But guess what else is in the living room? The television, <laughs> which is so easy to turn on and off and browse around and have, you know, that background noise. On those moments when I can't think of anything or I'm not inspired, at least I have some background information or background entertainment happening. But in reality, I probably would get things done more quickly if I had the TV off. And that's a matter of making sure that even though I'm in a space where the TV is, that I'm not turning it on. Or as is on my bucket list, having a dedicated creative space where I can just go in and just be away from everything. And you know, there are times when you can have the TV on while you're working, if you're doing some admin stuff or whatever. But if you're actually creating, it's probably not the best thing. So, you know, what kind of distractions are around you? I have a coffee shop that I love to go to. It used to be almost five days a week. I'd be there Monday to Friday. Now it's a couple of days a week. And my mom used to say, she would say, oh, but you're spending so much money there. You know, why are you wasting your time? But I love the little buzz of a coffee shop. And occasionally I will have an actual conversation with somebody because, you know, 
we're regulars and we get to know each other. But most of the time, I'm just able to. It's like being in your own world. But still knowing there's a world out there. I think that's a thing for me. It's like I like being in my own world, but knowing that there's a world out there. And that's what a coffee shop environment provides. And I will say that once my mother heard on the radio that the former conductor of our local symphony goes to a coffee shop to work on his scores, well, then she, you know, then she thinks it's okay. She said, oh, well, I understand now if the maestro does it, right? (laughs) So I kind of got the green light. But, you know, now I'm going a little less and, well, not at all right in the moment but I look forward to heading back there and giving everybody a big hug hey (laughs) it's been a while so it's about knowing what will help you keep those creative juices flowing do you need to see kind of certain things around you do you need certain inspirational posters or pictures or sayings on the wall or do you like it to be completely a blank slate where there's nothing around you. I see myself as when I have that ideal creative space, I see myself as having things around. I do. Um, Because they can be inspiring to you. They can give you ideas for stuff. I mean, I've had ideas from my stuffed animals, like I said, from a candy dish. I wrote a song about a candy dish, you know? So... There's, I think it work, it's different for everybody, but there's a balance between letting the ideas come to you and leaving the door open for those ideas to already be present, you know, for that inspiration to already be there and you just have to notice it. So I think I'm going to be having things around in my creative space for sure. And I imagine a velvet pink couch. A lovely velvet, like kind of sparkly. And like a rose pink couch by a window. That's my, that's my dream. (laughs) That's my dream. And I guess finally I would say, where do you live? What city, what town, what community do you live in? And is that really working for you? We don't always have control over that, just like we don't always have control over whether we're in an apartment or a house or or whatnot. But it's something to think about. Are you able to do your best work in that community? Are you able to establish a network of people? Now we're online. There's more potential to get a community outside of your city, right? But... It's something to think about, about whether you feel you need to have this group of people that say you get together with and, and collaborate with in person and whether you can establish that where you are. There are communities that are known for being incredibly creative and there are communities where people feel just a little bit more on their own and you just have to decide what you just, you have to look at what is going to allow you to do your best work, but something to think about, right? Sometimes it is the place where you are and a change will be a good thing. Sometimes the the place where you live could be a hindrance and, and a change could be a good thing for you personally and professionally. 
So now's the time to talk a little bit about the things that I've been working on lately. As I mentioned before, I've been looking at doing some more instrumental work for film and television, you know, to put on sites to be licensed for that. And and I have a new piece called La Vie et Belles, you know, ha! a little take on La Vie et Belles. Life is beautiful. This is La Vie et Belles. So there's bells in there. <laughs> And I quite, I quite like it. And I'm actually active on Instagram now. So I've put a little video for La Vie et Belles and some of my other tracks up there. So check it out at uh, Tiffany Prashera. I don't know why I'm not using Swimming Tigers for that one, but that's okay. Check out at Tiffany Prashera. <laughs> and right now I'm kind of in the middle of working on a sort of a Latin flavored piece. A Latin almost beachy vibe, you know, like something you might hear at a beach bar or something like that. And I'm quite liking it. Um, little aspects of it are tricky for me because sometimes I get a musical idea, a melodic idea, and then it's refining it and making sure it sounds as clear and as crisp as it can be. So from the production side of things, but I'm having fun with it. I, I love those Latin sort of beats. I put up some of those Latin tracks on YouTube. So check that out if you so desire. But I'm having fun. I'm having fun. It's, it's, uh, for me, it's about being focused. As I've said before, I'm trying to say this is what I am doing. And I'm going to stick with that and not let myself get distracted by other ideas or saying, well, maybe this won't work. So let's do this. No, this is my thing. I'm creating instrumental and there's going to be vocal too, but I'm creating music to be licensed for film and television right now. That's my thing in addition to working on the children's book, as I had mentioned before. So, you know, long-term project and shorter-term project. But this is my thing, and I'm sticking to it. And I hope y'all can hold me to that, too. If you hear me straying, you know, put a little comment or send a little note saying, hey, remember what you said you were going to do? Wait, we got to work on this together, okay? Let, let's, let's hold each other accountable. <laughs> but that's what I'm working on right now. Here's a section where I'd like to talk about something that I've read, watched, or listened to that I think you may be inspired by. And this week, I would like to talk about all of the wonderful artistic programming that is happening on YouTube right now. There are major arts organizations that, like the Metropolitan Opera, like the National Theater in London, who obviously cannot have audiences at this time. So they have been putting their works online for people in hopes that you will enjoy, number one. And number two, perhaps you might be willing to donate to keep these organizations running until they can get back to a situation where they can have audiences again. For example... There is a version of the play Frankenstein that was done by the National Theater starring Benedict Cumberbatch and Johnny Lee Miller. And what happens is in different performances, they actually switch the roles of the creature and of Victor Frankenstein. So one performance, Benedict will be the creature. The next performance, he will be Victor. 
it's an incredible show. You know, these are the best of the best that we get to witness. And when they had this in the movie theaters, I actually wasn't able to attend that day when they had it. So I'm so excited I got to see it, at least online. So I encourage you to look at all of this amazing art that is happening out there that we are being allowed to experience from our homes. You know, check out the Metropolitan Opera, check out the National Theater, and I'm sure there are lots more. There are, I know Andrew Lloyd Webber has been putting some of his shows up there, the full shows for us to experience and enjoy. So check those out and support those organizations. So that's it for this episode of the Hanging with the Muses podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to keep connected and get more information, you can find me online at tiffanyprochera.com, on Facebook at Swimming Tigress Music, Twitter at Tiffany Prochera, and at Swimming Tigress. On YouTube, you can get me at Swimming Tigress Music if you want to check out some videos. And I am getting a little bit more active on the Instagram at Tiffany Prochera. So check me out there too. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a fabulous day and we will see you next time.